Hello, this is Diana Olenik, the host of the Alchemy of Success show. Thank you so much for being here today. And we're going to start developing this amazing conversation with Kelly Fellan. She's a career coach and professional development specialist. She has so many insights to share with us today about how to prepare a nicely done plan for that professional development career that you want to pursue and about her own experience in life. Thanks so much, Kelly, again, for being here today. And um, please let us know your story. Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. I'm a big fan of the podcast, so I'm glad to be able to be here and participate. Um, so you can probably tell from my accent that I'm an American, but I actually live in Australia. Um, I uh, have moved around quite a bit. I've actually lived in six different countries and worked in most of those countries. So I've had a lot of experience moving around, um, applying for jobs in different places. Places, getting adjusted once you move and uh, once you spend time somewhere to, you know, there are different laws and the working conditions are always a little bit different. Um, so I've always been a bit of a world wanderer, um, but now I am settled here in Australia and I love it. But um, years ago, my very first job when I was at uni was um, I was just looking for a job, any job, and I ended Ended up finding a job um, not too far from where I lived in a career center, you know, where they helped people write resumes and do things like that. And my initial job was simply to, you know, take down names and check people in when they came in. Um, you know, I was just a general admin. And I spent a lot of time sort of looking around and observing and seeing what the real career counselors were doing. And after a while, I started saying, well, you know, I feel like I've I've learned a lot, you know, now I really know how, you know, resumes work and I've seen you do all of these workshops on how to interview. I, I would like to move forward and, and do some more things. And so I started getting training on how to teach people how to write resumes and how to do mock interviews. And um, so I spent the next several years while I was in uni uh, moving uh, up in the ranks and getting more and more responsibility. And um, it was never my intention to go into career coaching or working with people in that capacity. Um, I actually, when I graduated from uni, I went into the hospitality and tourism sector. So I went to Florida, I worked at Disney, I went to Las Vegas and worked in the big hotels there. But I kept coming back to um, career coaching and helping people. Um, I actually um, ended up getting my PhD um, and, you know, teaching, teaching students, um, <clears throat> excuse me, business. And while I was there working in the business school, I ended up um, petitioning them to add a class uh, to help students prepare for internships and jobs and, and that sort of things. Um, but quite frankly, as a professor, such a small part of your job is working with students. And I love teaching. And so that's why I've actually gone back into career coaching as my full-time job. And I spend a lot of time, particularly
specifically with students or recent university grads who are looking to get into um, positions. But then I also, because I've lived and moved so many different times, I often work with expats or people who are wanting to move abroad and getting ideas as to how they can actually enter into these other markets. So that's really what I do in a nutshell. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yes, I love that holistic approach that you have and that different experience in different countries to understand different type of needs and systems, how they work in different countries and how people can adjust to them successfully and actually to get their expected results in, term, in terms of their professional development. So in terms of that, what is the number one you know, roadblock that you find in your clients when it comes to professional development? What do you think that is the most challenge that people actually face when they don't get themselves in that career that they want? You know, really, I find that the biggest roadblock is themselves. It really is because so many people, they have a, um, you know, they, they're very one track mind and they say, oh, well, I want to work in this particular area. I've never worked there before. They want experience, so I can't potentially enter it. Or, you know, I'd love to go out to do it over here, but I have to get a degree or certification. Um, I can't take two years off of work to do that. So there's just no way I can do it. And the thing is, is the sky is the limit. I mean, there's so many ways that people can be creative. Um, you know, there's this big thing that I constantly say to people, and that is transferable skills. It does not matter if you've worked in that area before. It does not matter if you have no experience before. Um, you know, I've, I've also worked on the corporate side, helping companies to hire people and to train people. And, um, also, employers do the same thing where they are very one track mind in terms of who they're looking at. And I say, oh, well, you know, there are other people here that we should be considering. And if they sell themselves right, we can really look at let them and consider them. For instance, um, I often find this particularly with moms who've been out of the workforce for any amount of time and they either come into it and they say, oh, well, you know, my skills are 10 years old or I've really never worked. Um, yeah. Okay. Sure. That's fine. But um, you've probably had to balance a budget, you know, because you do the grocery shopping and you pay the bills, you know, you have multiple kids. So you're, um, you know, dealing with all these different schedules. Um, there are so, you know, you volunteered at their schools. So obviously, you know, you're able to balance all of these, you know, different tasks. So multitasking, being detail oriented. So you can take any life experience and potentially apply it to a job uh, that you're interested in. And I think that that is what people need to do more than anything is they really need to look at everything they do very widely and think outside the box. And um, I mean, I hate to use cliches, but <laughs> think outside the box and think, how can I relate this to what I want to do? Uh, and, and they can absolutely do it. So for me, a lot of it is helping clients discover that and actually getting them to move in that direction with what they have. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yes. I've even personally seen also some examples sometimes of having those mental barriers where even during interviews, 
many people sometimes don't take action because they feel, no, I don't have all the qualifications, you know, required. But we never know what is going to happen in that interview. And we never know how by demonstrating that those transferable skills related with that profile, you know, that they are looking for, maybe can lead to actually getting that job. So it's interesting that you see that also more from the perspective of those skills rather than not necessarily the, the experience, not being the major factor. Because at the end of the day, I feel that, or I've met people that they are not necessarily the same type of engineers, for example, it's because I'm an engineer and doing a job that, and the same job without any experience at all, doing that same uh, job in engineering in another engineering feeling. So I've seen people doing that. And then those examples show me, wow, yes, we don't necessarily have to stick maybe to certain parameters as how it's been, you know, um, typically, created in in all the field of career um, pursuit. So I feel that that is an interesting approach that by strengthening those skills, we can actually start to craft something interesting in order to get that into that career that we want. Thank you for that. Yes, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so in terms of professional development, what is like the best tip that you can give to someone that is struggling with not believing, you know, that they are able to actually fulfill a role inside the same company, for example, getting to other levels, higher levels. Well, one thing that I do with a lot of my clients, um, because uh, it's interesting because um, a lot of people come to me to actually get a job and then they uh, get the job. And so great, they've, they've accomplished what they want to, but then I see them or I happen to hear from them years later on LinkedIn and they say, well, actually now I want to move along. So what do I do next? And I try to instill this in them as early as possible, but sometimes they do need guidance. And so, um, so that's actually made me sort of, um, pivot a little bit what I actually do with my clients now. So I've, I've certainly grown myself as a career coach. Um, so one of the things that I always try to, to tell people is don't think about what you want today. Think about what you want long-term. And I think that long-term planning is really important to think about, okay, well, this is what I want to, this is my one-year plan. This is my five-year plan. This is my 10-year plan. And plans change. But if you don't have a plan, you have nowhere to go. I mean, it's like going on a trip with no map. Um, and so that's really what I try to get people to do, you know, even though they're, they're looking for, you know, a job right now, I'm telling them to think about, okay, where, you know, what do you want to be looking at later in terms of being promoted? Okay. So let's actually, we'll apply for this job, but let's figure out what skills we need to get there. Um, so that's really what I try to do is um, give them that formula or that roadmap for how they're actually going to get there. And we talk about, okay, well, what skills do we need to develop? Um, who do we need to meet? So what kind of networking do we need to do within our company or outside of our company, whatever that may be? Um, do I need to consider taking an extra class or maybe volunteering um, to build those skills or to just to, um, you know, build 
uh, you know, that skill set and that dream of, of getting to where I want to go. Um, so that's really what I try to do with people is to um, make sure that we can figure out where it is that they ultimately want to be and how to get there. So it might involve, you know, going back to school at some point in time, or it might involve um, some other particular project. Um, but at least if they have that idea as to where they think they're going to, to go and what they think they might need to get there, um, that's really what I try to do with people in terms of looking at long-term career progression. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, interesting. What do you feel that are like the best resources that somebody can have in order to get, you know, started into that um, type of um, a journey where they are, are, are going to understand and have the clarity and start having the plan that you propose? Mm -hmm. It really is going to depend on the individual. Um, so, for instance, we do spend time looking at, um, you know, what is it that they are lacking confidence in? So, for instance, it may be speaking to strangers or it may be presenting and maybe their current job doesn't require that. But if they want to be um, a GM or they want to be a, a director or a CEO, they're probably going to need those skills at mm -hmm. some point in time. And so it might be a matter of joining, for instance, Toastmasters, um, where you go and you learn to actually present in front of other people. Um, so it's really, it's, uh, it's, it's very one-on-one -on -one and it's very based on that particular person and um, sort of what they view as their shortcomings or what they really feel like they need to become more confident in in order to progress to the next step. Um, mm -hmm. So it's hard to, it's hard to give you just one example <laughs> because it's, it's so individual. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's what I encourage people to do is say, well, what are you most, um, where do you really lack that confidence? Okay, well, how can you work on that? And maybe they'll come up with some ideas and maybe I'll give them some suggestions they had never considered. Um, and, you know, we kind of go from there. Mm -hmm. So in what way people can work with you? Do you have a program or do you have coaching one-on-one -on -one or, or what is, are the ways that people can work with you? Yep, there's several different ways. Um, most of the coaching that I do is one-on-one -on -one coaching, though I do occasionally do um, group coaching. For instance, from time to time, I'll end up getting um, several people uh, in the same um, area, uh, like industry is what I mean. And so I might sort of put them together and that way we can, um, you know, sort of um, uh, work, work, yeah, work really, yeah, they can um, feed off of one another and give each other some suggestions, that sort of thing. But most of my coaching is one-on-one. -on -one. I'm actually um, currently developing a program, um, sort of a do-it-yourself program, because um, to a large extent, it was always done with me. Um, and now I'm, because I'm growing and I'm taking on more and more clients all the time, um, I'm one, and of course, because of price point, I'm currently developing a program so that people can actually do a lot of the training um, on their own, how to develop their resume and write their cover letters and do their in, uh, interviews. And then if they want to sort of supplement it with an extra hour or two with me, then they can certainly do that. Um, but those are the primary ways that I work with clients is typically through one-on-one -on -one coaching. Mm -hmm. What do you think that the actual industry in terms of career is going is going towards in the future do you foresee any changes of the traditional ways in terms of all the tools that you teach and methods or or what is your uh, point of view there mm 
about that? Oh my goodness. Well, it's, um, I think that if you had asked me this question six months ago, I would have a very different answer. <laughs> so, of course, with, with COVID and everything that's been happening, it's been really interesting to mm-hmm. see what is going on and how the world has changed so quickly mm-hmm. um, and how economies have changed so quickly. So it's interesting because, you know, six months ago, it was very difficult for a lot of employees to ask for flexible working time um, because maybe they needed to leave work early to pick up their children, let's say. Um, And um, employers weren't so agreeable to that. Mm -hmm. Whereas now, because, you know, even here in Australia, we have very few cases, but we're still all working remotely. Very few of us go into the office at all. Um, So now remote work has become uh, the norm. However, I would say that a lot of employers are struggling with that. So it's less so the employees that are having issue. It's more so the employers don't know. Um, for instance, I had an employer contact me recently and say, I have no idea how to do annual reviews. I don't know who I should be promoting. Do I just not promote anybody this year? Because I cannot, I don't see them on a daily basis. I really don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So the employers are the ones who are really struggling. Mm-hmm. So I think that, um, you know, a lot of employers are itching to go back to that. However, if this continues for a while, it may have to, um, you know, potentially change. Um, And then obviously the training, I think, is going to be the biggest thing and the need to be very uh, proactive with all of that training, you know, for hygiene purposes, for messaging purposes, you know, how people communicate, what's going on with the company, what's going on with their clients, their customers, all of that. Um, and then of course you are also going to have, um, some industries that uh, may potentially really struggle to recover. So it's been, uh, very interesting, um, particularly given that I spent so many years in, um, tourism before getting back into career coaching. Um, so it's, uh, I've particularly been dealing with a lot of people who were furloughed from hospitality and tourism types of jobs. Um, so it'll be interesting how a lot of those companies and, and corporations, how they're able to adapt and how long that, that takes them to do that. But yes, I think that um, change has certainly occurred and change will continue to occur. But I would say that those are probably the big ones. Mm-hmm. And in terms of that career development, professional development, going through those new scenarios where people have to work from home, what would be your best advice for them in order so they feel that they can still advance and not not because they are not seeing the team members, you know, not being able to show that they have the skills to, to advance in their careers. What would be the advice there for people that is working remotely? I think it's actually, um, this is an excellent opportunity for people um, who are eager and enthusiastic and want to continue to move on. Um, I think that if you do a few things, you really have the potential potential to really excel. So I think one of those things is being really proactive. Um, So making sure that you are checking in with any of your subordinates, um, seeing how they're going, because obviously your subordinates 
coordinates are going to um, be giving feedback to you um, as to where you're you're falling behind or what needs to happen um, you know challenges that are occurring with customers that sort of thing um, I think it's very important to uh, be proactive with you know your superior and to let them know you know this is what I'm doing um, so I think that anybody who's really proactive at this point in time and and makes really emphasizes that communication um, quick responses is really going to potentially excel um, the other thing is of course is um, you know making yourself valuable to the company so coming up with new solutions for um, you know how we can implement a new project or how we can potentially I don't know make workflow easier um, that sort of thing uh, you know if you can come up with some of these creative solutions to problems that you know your employer may not even realize they have at this point but if, if you're the fix-it person um, that will really showcase your you know how value how valuable you are and the fact that yes you should be promoted absolutely mm -hmm. thank you and what would be one of the best type of stories that you can share from your clients that brought you also fulfillment in your own you know career uh, mm -hmm. A, what, what would be one of those moments that you remember like, oh, I really remember this moment with this client when a successful um, story? Oh my goodness, there's so many. I don't even know where to start. Um, <laughs> you, you know, one, one thing that I do quite a bit and I think that it's being a professor in addition to, to doing this is, is quite beneficial mm -hmm. is I have a lot of people come to me and um, they want to change careers, whether this was a year ago, whether this is right now, but they just, they, they feel very up in the air and they're thinking, well, I'm not really happy where I am right now. I think I might want to go into this area. Maybe I need to do that. If I do that, I need to go back to school and get a, a certification or a degree or whatever it may be. So I do a lot of coaching with people, um, not even necessarily coaching, but just having chats with people who are thinking about making a career change and should I go to graduate school, should I stay in the workforce and, and just kind of try to pivot a little bit or, or what do I do? And that's one of the types of clients that I really, really enjoy working with. Mm -hmm. And um, and I think that uh, particularly when you are talking about getting a lot, you know, making this big investment um, in going to graduate at school or getting a certification, it's really important that you consider all of your options. And so right now I'm talking to so many people that are considering that and being able to, to give them some clarity with that um, really helps. And so I would actually say that um, very recently somebody had a conversation with me about that and I said, you know, this is not a a decision to make quickly okay this is not a decision to make lightly if you go to graduate school you're going to be out of work for a couple of years this is potentially going to result in loans this that and the other thing um, and I said okay there are other ways that you can potentially enter this area and so we worked together a little bit she revised her resume she revised her cover letter um, she ended up getting a job and she said oh this was a great decision I'm, I'm so glad that um, I didn't make this leap and this very quick decision. Thanks so much for that insight, Kelly. So continuing speaking about the skill set, how do you think that somebody can actually strengthen their skill set in order to obtain that specific job that they want? And I mean, in terms of 
how do they know that those skills that they need to strain are going to be exactly the ones that are going to work for the long-term plan that you mentioned? Mm -hmm. um, really, it's going to involve research. Um, so if an individual has a particular job that they're interested in, what they should be doing is they should be looking at um, job postings. Uh, so what they can do is they can, and, and I always tell people to look at at least three job postings from different companies, but sort of around the same job. Uh, and so what you can do is you can look at what are the skills listed on those job postings? Do I think I have them? Where would I be able to, um, you know, what, what experience could I use to showcase that I have those skills? Whether it be work experience, whether it be in school, whether it be, um, you know, a volunteering position that I've had, whatever it may be. Um, so we literally just go through a job description, tick off the, um, you know, the skills that you have, decide how you're going to explain and showcase each one of those skills. And then any of those skills that you don't have or don't feel confident in, then that's when you need to figure out, okay, how am I going to strengthen those? Where am I going to go? What am I going to do? And then at that point in time, that's when you can start looking at, does this mean that I should be um, you know, volunteering to take on a little bit more responsibility in my current position? Does it mean that I should, um, I don't know, I could look at YouTube videos and be a little bit more familiar with a particular area. Um, but that's really how somebody would go about uh, determining what those skills are and then looking for various different opportunities to actually strengthen them. Um, so again, it's going to be very skill specific. So for instance, if it's a type of um, hard skill like a particular kind of software, maybe you can get access to that software simply playing around with it, um, you know, finding if you have a roommate or a friend who is familiar with it and kind of can walk you through that software, you know, that's something that you can easily do. If it's a matter of, uh, for instance, like I was saying, public speaking, maybe it's uh, actually going and volunteering to um, MC an event um, at uh, that, you know, your, your current job or um, a, an organization you're involved in is putting on. Um, so again, it's going to be very specific as to what types of skills you're looking at. Yeah, it's about also being very resourceful, as you pointed out at the beginning. And it's it's amazing to have right now in these times, actually, the opportunity to have people like you, career coaches, to actually guide us to realize that we can have those opportunities also to get those uh, positions or development that we want before we would always be try to navigate or navigating in different directions without, you know, like a clear uh, path to follow. But now with many, you know, career coaches, uh, people that is very experienced, that have walked the path, we can have a more clear um, perspective of how we can proceed in order to get that result. So that's mm -hmm. amazing. Uh, your job is so wonderful for many people that feel confused, overwhelmed, stressed, and that are really looking for a real solution. So thank you for sharing all of that amazing information and insight, Kelly. Oh, sure. You're welcome. Glad to help. Yes. Thank you. So how can people get a hold of you? 
Um, so the best way to get in touch with me is to, uh, you can visit my website, which is winning6secondresumes.com. And um, just to give you some insight, um, the reason that I chose my company name is because research actually shows that a recruiter or anybody who is reviewing your resume, that person will decide within six seconds whether they want to actually read it or whether it's not worth it and they're just going to discard it immediately. So you really need to be able to capture the recruiter's attention within six seconds, otherwise your opportunity is over. Um, so you can look at my website, you can email me, kelly at winning6secondresumes.com. Um, on my website, there are several online resources. For instance, I do have several free guides for, you can download a free guide on how to um, write your resume, how to write a cover letter, and um, some top interview questions. And you can also schedule a a free 20 minute call with me. So if you do just have one or two questions and you wanna get some ideas or some suggestions, I can give that to you. Um, if you actually wanna talk about coaching, you can obviously do that as well during one of those calls and we can actually um, discuss how we can work together and put together a plan for you long-term. Um, so those are the best ways to get in touch with me. You can also um, visit me on LinkedIn, of course. Um, I do have a YouTube channel um, and it's just, Kelly Phelan winning six second resumes doc, um, winning six second resumes and um, I offer I have lots of videos on there about different interview questions and how to answer them or how to create your LinkedIn profile so that it gets attention from uh, recruiters that sort of thing so you can look at any of those resources that you like thank you so much I really appreciate a lot this um, space to share especially on LinkedIn and because it's a platform that traditionally has been more kind of like with the tag in, in us that for in order to get a job, you know, to try to show the best of us in our resumes and cover letters in LinkedIn. So, yes, that is a great opportunity to connect with you through LinkedIn also. Thank you so much for that. Sure, you're welcome. Yeah, please don't um, underestimate the power of LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. If you, um, whether you're on the job market right now or you're not, um, you should definitely have a LinkedIn profile, make the effort to update it, go on there for a few minutes each day, look around. There's lots of great resources on there. Um, if you develop a little bit of a following um, and you just put in a little bit of time each day, it's incredible how much you can grow on there. Um, so it's a really valuable resource and so many people forget about it until they're looking for a job. But if you can actually spend a little bit of time on there, um, it really ends up being incredibly valuable, especially when it comes to later on down the road when you want to um, get a promotion and expand those skill sets. Thank you so much. That's a great tip right there. Thank you so much for that. And do you have any other specific aspect that you'd like to highlight before we wrap up? Um, this is the, the one thing that I would uh, mention is um, I know that it's a daunting time for a lot of job seekers. I, I totally understand that. But um, two things. One is use your resources um, and two is be creative. So when I say use your resources, um, you know, maybe not everybody can afford or have the time to work with a career coach. Coach. but you have other people in your life you know if you're a student you probably have access to your professors or your teachers um, 
maybe you have parents, maybe you have um, parents of your um, roommates, uh, maybe you, if you're a little bit older and you're out on your own, you do have other friends, you know, ask around, ask them mm -hmm. to um, review your resume, ask them if you, if you think you're, you know, you need to improve on a particular skill, ask them what they think about you um, potentially going and, and increasing this skill, okay? So just get ideas, talk to everybody, talk to absolutely everybody. Um, keep in mind that, um, you know, some of that may need to be taken with a grain of salt, but, you know, get ideas and use the ones you want and discard the ones you don't. The other thing is, is um, be creative. So I did have a client who she um, was a social media marketing uh, manager. She lost her job due to bringing furloughed. And she spent a lot of time looking around for various different options. And, um, you know, at this point in time, you're probably not going to get your dream job. Um, you can work towards that a little bit later. The idea is to get a job and then you can grow from there. And so we looked at lots of different things for her. And interestingly enough, she ended up applying for a position as a candle maker. Um, she had never done it. She had no experience in it, but she had other skills and she was, you know, good with people. And so she went in for the interview, they gave her the job. And um, so she became a candle maker. Well, a couple months has now passed and she, um, you know, once she got in there and she started developing these relationships and she started talking to people and she saw a marketing campaign that they were doing and she um, said, oh, you know, it might actually be a good idea to consider X, Y, and Z. And so now, you know, she spends whatever, 32, 35 hours of her week um, as a candle maker, but she also does a little bit of consulting and a little bit working with their marketing team. Well, what, you know what that means? That means that when their marketing team actually has a position come open, she will be the first person in line for that job because she's mm -hmm. already in the company and she's already shown that she's doing a good job and she knows the marketing bit. So, you know, be creative. You're, you know, you, one job may actually lead you back to what mm. you really want to do. So don't discount anything. Um, just sort of consider your options and put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. uh, that's really important at this point in time. Thank you so much. I really love that example. We never know where we're going to find our next, you know, realization or opportunity. So it's all good. Trying doesn't mean that you're going to make any mistake. Everything is there for a reason. And we are free to explore with ourselves in a good state of mind and things will come up at the right time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much, Kelly. And if you are listening to this episode, please rate and review because this is a way that we can grow and bring more amazing guests like Kelly. And also, if you are watching the video, please subscribe, comment, like, and share. Thanks so much and see you in the next episode. Bye for now.